This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Get Carmen and Yurko podcasts on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. I'd like you to meet a real inspiration. Carmen and Yurko, ESPN 1000. Carmen and Yurko, Greeny coming up at noon. Waddle and Sylvia, 2. Black and Abdallah, 6 o'clock tonight. Merck, what time is the World Series start here on ESPN 1000 tonight? It starts at 7. 7 o'clock. It'll be Glasnow versus uh, Kershaw in game one tonight. Kershaw, a little bit bit of an underdog tonight. Small underdog. Are you sure? Positive. Kershaw's an underdog? Underdog. Underdog. Wow. Wow. I'll jump on that all day. Well, it's like, uh, hold on, let me get the latest. 7-11 for your exact first pitch. 7-11. Dan Schulman, Jessica Mendoza. Maybe he's not an underdog. Maybe I looked at that again. Because ESPN's got the line as the Dodgers minus 172. I must have looked at it wrong. Maybe I was looking at the run line on accident. Yeah, oddly they, enough, no York. Yeah, they used to. Seven Eleven used to sponsor something somewhere in the That's city. The White Sox. Cellular, yeah, White yeah, Sox. Yeah. White Sox. Remember that? Yeah, Seven Eleven first pitch. I figure if you're going at Seven Eleven, there's got to be something going on tonight. They're at Seven Eleven. However, uh, Wednesday they're at Seven Oh Eight. Why is that? I wonder. I don't know. The, and that's sponsored by Area Code. That, yeah, right. <laughs> that is weird. Uh, Go to areacode.com to find out what your area code is. Glasnow versus Kershaw tonight. The Dodgers a minus 220 favorite to win the series. If you think the Rays can win, you'll get about 2-1 to one on your money. Just a little bit less. They are plus 180. I'm cheering for the Rays. Uh, cheer for the underdog. Oh, I like the underdog. I, 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 I hope for it to be an entertaining cheer for, series. Cheer for the Rays. You can get uh, Brandon Lowe at 28-1 to one for MVP. Brandon Lau. Brandon Lau. Sorry, uh, my bad. 20, what was it? 28-1. 28 28 to to one. Well, he's really stunk, though. i got to be honest. He's had Justin a terrible Turner, postseason. 25 to 1. I'm a fan of the redheaded uh, individual. Merck, you would have call, you would have called the NLCS MVP if they would have won. Freddie Freeman probably, yes, right? I, yeah, yeah. Don't and you then, think? Yeah, absolutely. And AJ Pollock, who had a terrible postseason last year, is getting better this postseason. He's 25 to 1. Boy, as well. Seager, the way Seager's playing AJ right now. Oof, Mookie Betts, Corey Seager. All right, we turn it over to Midway Jeff Meller. He's the fantasy guru here. Uh, our fantasy segment each and every week on the Carmen Yurko show is not who should I play, who should I keep on the bench, but Meller tells you who you should be looking for on the waiver wire. And he's given out tons of great info through six weeks. Waiver wire is open today for week seven. I turn it over to Midway. And for all those folks, you're welcome yes. for giving you Kirk, Kirk Cousins last week as a streamer. You may, I gotta you may tell have, you, thank may have God. lost your mind in the first half, but uh, he yeah. provided some uh, very garbage time. I'm so, fantasy stats. So glad I listened to Mallard because again, I had Drew Brees on buy in one league. I right. did not like Burrow's matchup against the Colts, mm-hmm. so I said, "Well, I'm going to go with Mallard." You know, it seems like a good matchup. Cousins against Atlanta. I was mfing Kirk Cousins, but Mallard said that's what you want in fantasy. It forces him to throw and. Interceptions aren't that punitive in most yeah, fantasy that, leagues. Let's face it. That's the one takeaway is if we really want to uh, redesign fantasy football in, in some way to make it where it reflects actual football a little bit better, you should probably reward quarterbacks for their team wins and subtract interceptions much uh, much harsher, higher. Yes, yeah. I'll be a much harsher in minus terms of... two in one of my leagues for right. an interception. Most, most yeah. scoring systems, Yerk, are minus two minus, for yeah. interceptions. It should probably be... 
You know, if you throw a pick six, that should be minus six. Yeah, I agree. So uh, I believe in one of my leagues they used to play in it. They'd give you 10 points for a touchdown. Minus five for an interception. If that interception was heard for a touchdown, minus 10. That, wow. They doubled it to minus 10. Makes sense. So it was equal to that of a... But your guys could never score negative. If they had a miserable, miserable game, well, why? they couldn't score negative. That's, that's Meller's right. right. Like, if you're going to do it, I mean, why should a quarterback be able to throw three picks and two touchdowns and be a plus two, right? Is the math right on that? You'd be a plus two. No, exactly. Like, like Right? You'd have, a, you'd have eight for the most score, four for a passing touchdown. touchdown. Correct. So you'd have eight there. You'd have six for your three picks. You'd be a plus two. Well, and, right. the, like, and listen, Jameis Winston's the perfect example last year. For as bad as he was as a as an NFL quarterback, throwing thirty interceptions last season, the ancillary byproduct for him as a fantasy quarterback, he threw over five thousand yards and he had like thirty two touchdowns last season because go. they were constantly in catch up mode. Yes. and Yurko can tell you when you're when you're. When your team is trying to catch up, now they're going to be the throwing ball. the ball and, all around, which and, is good for fantasy, but bad for real-life football. And I'm convinced it's why people have come after me on Twitter for years for saying Kirk Cousins stinks. What are you talking it, They're only looking at fantasy. Yeah. Kirk Cousins yes. stinks. Period. End of story. He stinks. So maybe one day we'll do a whole show designed on re- redesigning the scoring system for fantasy football. But until that day, here are your uh, weekly waiver February wire pickups. 21st. All right. In the February month, we'll definitely. <laughs> Let's circle back to that in February. Right. Um, it is Tua time, as we mentioned earlier Tua in the time. show. Tua Tungavaiola is going to be taking over for Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's a curious choice, at least terms of, in terms of timing. But the Dolphins have the bye this week, so I'm sure that's probably playing part of it. But uh, if you're in a league that actually has starts two quarterbacks, or if you're unhappy with your quarterback play, probably worth adding Tua right now if he's available, uh, just in case he is truly ready to you know take center stage and be uh, ready to provide some stats. I don't know exactly what you're going to get from him, but I think it's you got to be proactive here and add him to your roster because if he does have a good first week he's going to be the pickup that week so right yeah that's true you want to get out in front of it if you especially if you need if help he with can that yes yeah he can. and and he's mobile enough where he can provide some you know some rushing stats i would think we were that's what we're expecting so uh he's i think he's worth the ad at least speculatively all right um i think the biggest uh ads this week are not going to help you this week because the Baltimore Ravens are on by. But Mark Ing- Ingram's ankle injury actually provides, I think, a little bit of clarity. I've been talking all year about how that rotation of three running backs has really killed fantasy football players. Without Ingram, I think Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, who may have been released in your league because people just couldn't sure. couldn't stick with them at this point, both those guys are worth adding. And assuming that Ingram misses at least one week, which I do believe he will because of the ankle injury, uh, both those guys are interesting plays a week from now, but again, the Ravens are on by, so you actually may be able to grab them if you have a later waiver priority because, you know, if you look at those, like, projection scoring systems, they're, they're going to get it. zero. Right. So, you know, be a little sneaky there and grab Gus Edwards or J.K. Dobbins. Right, in get out league. in front of it. I like it. Uh, Thursday night, we've got Eagles and Giants. Well, how about that? Thursday night football, Eagles and Giants. I like it. Jeez, like I it. hate it. Jesus. But I hey, like it. NFC football, I'd, I'd, guys. I'd watch paint No, I'll tell you why I like it. Gambling opportunities. Oh, I thought you were going to say East Coast offense. No. <laughs> East Coast yeah, offense. Well, that's Carm. Carm loves, loves the East Coast <laughs> offense. Is Miles Sanders going to play? Uh, he is not. Okay. I, or 
It's not definitive yet, but it does not does sound not like good. he's going okay. to play. So now again, I've got another running back hurt. My yes. God. So that means that Boston Scott, step right up. You are the man who is going to see the majority of the carries, I would expect. Should now, I grab him? Yeah, I think he's definitely somebody who, if you're a Miles Sanders owner, is definitely worth plugging and playing this week All against right. the Giants as well. That's a good matchup for them. Okay. Also, Zach Ertz is out. Yes. Dallas Goddard is eligible to return from injured reserve. Now, it's not a for sure thing that he'll be back. But um, it sounds like it's possible he'll be back on Thursday. And if Ertz is out, we've already seen Goddard be productive with Ertz in the lineup. Without Ertz, I think Goddard is uh, somebody who is a must-add because uh, if Ertz is gone, we expect three to four weeks minimum. The, Goddard could step in and be a true fantasy difference maker. Some people think he's going to take the torch here. From, yeah, well, right? from Zach, Zach Ertz, Ertz is unsigned. He's he, unsigned, so yeah. I mean, like, it it's going to be like, Dallas Goddard's yeah. show here very soon. Uh, and then also another pass catcher on the Eagles, Travis Fulgham. Yes. Still available in over 50% of leagues. Gave him out a couple weeks ago. He's now had two big weeks in a row and a touchdown in three consecutive weeks. Mm. He's a must-add. He should not be available in over 50% of leagues. How about that? Yeah. Another running back injury for you. Raheem Mostert, yes. he's gone with a high ankle sprain. He's been placed on injured reserve. That means that it would, I think Jarek McKinnon is probably still in line to get the majority of the touches this week, but he struggled a little bit on Sunday against the Rams. And Jamichael J- Hasty had a, eight carries for 37 yards and showed a little bit of burst. So if you're in deeper leagues, I think Jamichael J- Hasty is somebody to keep an eye on and probably add. I would not want to start Hasty though this week. I'll I'll be clear about that. But um, I think he could have the handle on the job if McKinnon struggles yet again. Boy, too bad Mostert can't stay healthy, huh? He just he's he, awesome. He's he, awesome. He really is good. He can't stay on the field though. Uh, Lamichael P. Ryan, we mentioned him last yep, week as last well. Week, yeah. But I will double down and say that Frank Gore cannot continue to get a lot of carries in the uh, in the Jets' offense. So Lamichael P. Ryan Ooh, is somebody who listen. You need running backs who get carries, and it is horrible. You're right. right. But sometimes I need receptions in a PPR league. Yeah, more than a, a carries. That's true. Like, like there's got to be a, a guy that's catching six balls a game. Well, let me give you JD McKissick then. There we yeah. go, Yerk. JD McKissick for the Washington Football Team is in the mix, and he is somebody who's a decent pass catcher. So he's somebody who is available. I think in over seventy five percent of leagues right now. So JD McKissick for Washington Football Team. Right, there you go. And then let me give you one final receiver, Carm. Tim Patrick of the Broncos oh went over 100 yards last week on four catches. He, he's, he's made the most of his opportunities. I think he's a better play right now than Jerry Judy. Hmm. Um, Judy, has he scored one long touchdown against the Jets a couple weeks ago with, with a catch that basically uh, the defender basically played poorly and it fell into Judy's hands. Judy's not been the difference maker that they drafted. Tim Patrick has been very good. So if you need a wide receiver, Tim Patrick... Uh, if if Travis Fulgham is not available. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, listen to Meller and start to picking those guys up if you can on your waiver wire. That's our fantasy segment each and every Tuesday.